0: We're back for another edition of the Half Court Press. I'm John Niatawa joined by Chris Hetty. Got the, got a lot to talk about. Oh boy. So let's just get right into <laughs> we got it. A lot to we'll talk start with about. the news of the day. It's yeah. Monday and uh, just a few hours ago it was leaked, released, reported that Nebraska is reaching out. you you help me with the wording here. Yeah. Nebraska's reaching out to Fred Hoiberg. Nebraska
1: uh, and Fred Hoiberg are in talks about his employment at Nebraska. Nebraska wants to hire Fred, Fred Hoiberg.
0: Hoiberg. Even yeah. though it hasn't yet fired Tim Miles. It,
1: they want, Yeah, even though they haven't fired Tim Miles yet, Nebraska Nebraska's... is very interested in hiring Fred Hoiberg and making him the head coach at Nebraska, um, which is awkward and weird because Tim Miles is currently the head coach at Nebraska. Um, he is operating under the assumption that he is going to continue mm-hmm. to be. Um, and, and they still have games left. They, they still have at least one game left right. on Wednesday against Butler right. and potentially five.
0: And then the other thing is, is, is that athletic director Bill Moose released a statement a couple of days ago where he said that after the NIT is when he would evaluate right. the program. Right, right. So the. were... Should we should we let's start from the beginning. Should we start from the beginning? let start okay. from the beginning.
1: So let's jump to Nebraska. They go to Chicago. They beat Rutgers. Mm-hmm. They move on. They beat Maryland. Uh that day we also found out that Nebraska would accept an NIT bid if they were offered one. Okay. Which was surprising news because there was an assumption going to Chicago that Tim was gonna get fired no matter what at the end of that tournament. I think people expected they wouldn't win as many as they did. Anyway, so Bill Moose wasn't there on Thursday. And we learned the NIT bid, um, so that sends all sorts of questions. Nebraska loses on Friday to Wisconsin. Right. Valiant effort, man, they were close. Heck of a game. Um,
0: down two with the ball a couple times, right? At the, at the end,
1: down two. Glenn Watson missed a front end of one on one, and then he missed a jumper. Yeah. I mean, just your legs. I mean, he was tired. Everybody was tired. When you play three straight games of forty minutes, that happens. Um,
0: so you lose to Wisconsin. So they lose to
1: Wisconsin immediately after the game. We get Tim Miles comes up to the podium. Um, And I asked him uh, if he knew anything about his job status. And he said that Bill Moose was going to release a statement in 45 minutes. And he didn't know what it said. And so the next 32 minutes were wild, man. I mean, it was weird and wild and wacky. Um, Talked to a bunch of people. Nobody knew what was going on. Uh, The players were upset about it. Uh, I mean, they were upset about the loss and upset about this whole situation statement comes out from bill moose says that you know they're gonna evaluate the program whether or not they make the nit and if they do then after the end of the postseason um so then at section sundays last night um and nebraska gets picked in the nit they're a four seed uh even though they're 18 16 this year they're a four seed and last year they were 22 and 11 and they were five because that makes a lot of sense uh but they're gonna play butler um quick just just quick sidecar Uh, Barry Collar is the athletic director at Butler and he's a former, uh, basketball coach at Nebraska and he was the selection chairman of the NIT. Uh, I talked to him today again, just wild and wacky things going on. Um, and then this morning, um, we've been hearing stuff about Fred Hoiberg for a long time. Uh, this coaching search has, um, you know, Tim Miles has been the head coach, but this coaching search hasn't just begun today. Um, there have been things that have been, that we've heard about um, Nebraska reaching out to different coaches about a potential uh, head coaching spot. Hoiberg among the coaches that we had heard um, today. Jeff Goodman puts out a tweet um, of what we had heard already, um, but decided to go with it today. That um, that Tim Miles and or excuse me that Fred Hoiberg uh was expected to be he, the front he, he said
0: yeah the front runner
1: yeah the front runner for the job
0: when tim miles gets fired when tim miles just... gets
1: fired that's when it was like oh um so then i called around a bunch of sources and and um and you know they said you know officially yes they are looking at fred hoyberg to be the replacement uh, potential replacement for tim uh, if he gets fired uh which i'm going to stop talking and i want you not be a reporter? Reaction to that news? Because I well, I just want your reaction to that.
0: Like, what do you? Th- what is that? Well, just all of it. I mean, I think the reaction—it just seems like a lot of shock and surprise from last Wednesday to now.
1: Yeah, I woke up every day morning in Chicago, thought something way different was gonna happen. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like once <laughs> you
0: went to sleep, you're just like, "What the heck happened today?" Yeah. That does not make sense. Um, it it does feel generally that this process has been rather harsh toward Tim Miles and the players. Now, I don't know if there's any other way to go about it because from how I understand it, I think athletic directors or whoever's in charge of a coaching search or a potential coaching search, like you want to do some work early. I don't think you want to go into it cold thinking, Mm -hmm. well, we'll just find our guy at some point. (laughs) Yeah.
1: The searching starts now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Everyone has a list. And I'd imagine when you think that you might have to act on it and make a decision, you want to put some feelers out. Um, A lot of times it's kind of like third part, from what I understand about the business, third party stuff. You're talking Mm -hmm. to somebody close to the person Mm -hmm. or reaching out to the agent. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe it's not you, the athletic director, doing it yourself, but somebody else on your behalf. Mm-hmm. And so there's just some conversations going on to see who's interested and who isn't, mm-hmm. if you were to make a move, if you went down that path. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you are going to, or that you um, intend to, yeah. but you're doing it just in case. You're sort of yeah. doing your due diligence to make that F- happen. Quick,
1: quick sidebar. I mean, this is what Bill Moose did with Scott Frost. Mm-hmm. He asked Matt Davison to look into Scott Frost in like October. Before when Mike Riley was still there, so right. like even though Bill Moose, quote unquote decides on the fate of the coach after the season and does a full evaluation, he had kind of accepted that Mike Riley wasn't going to be the head coach. Well, I mean, what if September? So I right. think what self- if Mike September.
0: Riley's team would have gone ten and two, sure, and won the Big Ten, sure, then maybe you okay. Well, maybe we should reevaluate whether Mike mm-hmm. Riley fits this job. Right. If Ten Miles wins the Big Ten or wins the Big Ten tournament, it's like well maybe we got to figure something out sure. here. Yeah. But if not, then you got to be ready to act. Yeah, and so I think sure. I understand why this these types of conversations go on. But it's surprising that we hear about them. Yeah, I think I yeah. think it's surprising yeah. that it's out there and it's um it's it's I would imagine pretty tough on the players and awkward and odd to have to still compete and practice and kind of try to go about your business like everything's normal, but it's definitely not. Yeah, um, because your coach's boss is i mean it's now public that yeah he's looking the, elsewhere so that's tough this also part, sorry go ahead yeah, i was just but, gonna say reaction as well yeah, it's like fred fred, Hol- Ho- fred hoiberg yeah to me is a name that i mean it i'm surprised
1: everybody knows that name everybody in the college basketball world knows I, that name. i
0: think when ucla fired um steve alford, steve alford at, at mid i think fred's name was if not the first, one of the first names to come up, mm-hmm. and so Fred Hoiberg to me is a top tier head coaching candidate for in college basketball, and so for Nebraska, which you know hasn't was made two NCAA tournaments in two decades, to be linked to this guy like that to me is really impressive, yeah, and it says something about what Nebraska wants to be, yeah. It's kind of odd the way that this whole thing's been handled.
1: Yeah, this whole thing, my main point I'm trying to get, and I maybe stumbled through it, it was was just like we are now in such a weird, awkward next couple days where you've got these reports about, you've got these people, you know, well-connected people that are telling me on, you know, that that now they're looking at Fred Hoiberg, Mm -hmm. and you've got a basketball game to play at PBA on Wednesday still, and... You still have a head coach there. Like it's just this. This is an awkward situation. I empathize with the basketball program because this isn't an easy uh, situation to be in if you're a coach or a player or a manager right. or a, you know the nutritionist or you know or the strength coach or the SID. Like this is not if this is not a fun situation to be in. Um, so regardless, that's where we're at now. Where Nebraska is trying to place ten miles with Fred Hoiberg. Um, who was born in Lincoln has a lot of connections to Lincoln. Uh, his family's still there. He's got family here in Omaha. Would be blockbuster hire that people would go crazy about
0: mm, no if, they, doubt.
1: if they end up deciding to fire Tim Miles. And uh, so, people's pipe re- pipe dreams that they've really wished for the last three months
0: could come true. Could come true. Yeah. It, my thought is is that I think it might be difficult for a program like Nebraska to hire someone like Fred Ho- Hoiberg if. You didn't reach out ahead of time to try to like plant those seeds or 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 put feelers out. Like yeah. I just I feel like coming in cold to a coaching search is difficult. Yeah, and so I don't. I'm not surprised to hear that this is happening. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that there's interest on both. I I'm surprised that Fred Horvitz is interested. I am, but I'm not surprised that Nebraska's tried to reach out to somebody of his stature to say like, I, hey. I- yeah, if you want this job, man, we would give it to you. Yeah, assuming things work out the the way that they are tr- looking, trending toward. I think or, it says a lot
1: for the for the people who in the argument of like, is Nebraska a good job? Is there support there? Blah blah blah. It goes a long way that Fred Hoiberg even answered the phone.
0: Yeah, I know. It's part of me it's like, I think I need to recalibrate what I think of Nebraska basketball.
1: Yeah, and and Bill Moose, Or what I think, and Hank Bounds, and and just and, what I think the program's capable of, yeah, and and and. and yeah, I agree. I, I, I think one of the most surprising parts about this entire thing is that Fred Hoiberg, who um, has seen it all, done it all, picked up the phone and is staying on the phone. He right. isn't just hanging up immediately. Right. That's, that's a testament to, to where Nebraska is right now.
0: Yeah. So the Huskers will play. Let's talk
1: about something else. Yeah.
0: Well, the Huskers will play Butler. Yes. Um, in the NIT, and they're in the same 18 pot yeah, as Creighton. They are. We
1: haven't even so, got to that, so
0: we could have a half court press special.
1: That would be here in Omaha, wouldn't they? They play in Omaha,
0: yeah. Because Creighton's the two seed, Nebraska's the four. So if both teams won oh, twice, oh
1: boy, oh boy,
0: we could have a Huskers Jays rematch, man. In the NIT, they haven't played in the NIT since 2004, um, so that would be. That'd be
1: wild, man. That would be awesome. So Creighton would have to beat Loyola, Chicago.
0: Creighton's got Loyola, Chicago on Tuesday. Yeah, and if it wins, would play either Memphis or San Diego. Penny Hardaway. Penny Hardaway. Penny Hardaway would yeah. be great if that happens. And uh, and so if the Jays win twice, they're in the quarterfinals, and IT quarterfinals, and Nebraska would have to beat Butler. Yeah. And and then either TCU, TCU or San or, Houston State.
1: Yeah. So they would probably have to go to Fort Worth and beat probably and yeah. beat TCU. Right. And then they would play. Creighton and right. Omaha that's, that's, which that's would be possible. wacky man that'd be so that'd be fuck wild it, I mean I've got an NIT fever
0: now oh, watching yeah. that watching that selection show it seemed inevitable by the way that Creighton and Nebraska would be close somewhere
1: well because well, the way they do I, so we're talking to Barry Collier today he mentioned like we try and make it so teams don't travel way across the country mm-hmm. so it was you knew that Creighton and Nebraska weren't going to be that far away
0: right Creighton, I was surprised. So they got Loyola Chicago, where there's a connection there. Porter Moser, Loyola Chicago's coach, played at Creighton, so mm-hmm. that that's a fun storyline. But could have had Sandy or South Dakota State because Mike Dom is a, mm-hmm. um, obviously a Nebraska native, and that's a short distance. And South Dakota State is a is a seven seed. So I thought ah, Creighton is a two. South Dakota State is a seven. Yeah, I thought they that would have happen that, too. That matchup. Yeah. Um, Wichita State's in in the field. Where are they at? I think there were six. Yeah. So I thought there's a possibility that you could have a couple former Missouri Valley teams facing off. Could have been in Wichita. That would have been great. Um. So there were a lot of potential potentially intriguing storylines, and obviously Nebraska and Creighton playing. Um, is could happen. Yeah. And so. We'll I see. think
1: I think it's really interesting too because.
0: Isn't that the point of the nit too? Is just, just make like make it somewhat interesting. Yeah, yeah. like w- let's have fun with some matchups and yeah. and see some teams that now, don't normally play. Tough.
1: It's not as perfectly devious and awesome as making Richard Pitino coach against Louisville in the NCAA tournament, which is one of the funniest things that's ever happened on this planet. It's pretty good. Um, but wouldn't it be great if Tim Miles in Nebraska had to play Tim Miles, who hasn't you know never beaten Greg McDermott? The season depends on him doing it again. His job depends on him doing it again, and on the road with a team that doesn't have half the team that they, you know, when they beat Creighton yeah. by twenty. That would be so good, and it would like close the circle on the story of us at the end of this podcast picking who <laughs> no, would win. Honestly, if
0: if Creighton, it's and amazing, De- right? If Creighton and Nebraska play in the NIT, we might have to shut down the podcast seriously because it's we, just like it's perfect. It, it's the end of this, yeah. the we started it at at the beginning of the season they played it again it's over we're it, done it would be we have to come up with a new podcast after it that.
1: would be it would be the full court press and it would be <laughs> right no it'd be map court press and it's map all court, you know right. yeah. yeah we
0: just move on so it's the nit i know a lot of people are not excited about it it's not the ncaa tournament um i i feel like i look at the 32 teams in here and i feel like there's probably going to be half of them that don't care at all yep and it's hard to know beforehand how a team is going to respond even a Creighton or Nebraska who at least for Nebraska last week obviously that played pretty well maybe found something Creighton had seemed to find something before it played Xavier in the Big East tournament but I don't know you know men, the mental state is always tough to gauge going in
1: do you how do you think Creighton will, will deal with it like do you think that they'll actually want I to I honestly play? don't know yeah I'm saying with Nebraska like I think that they'll with Creighton they had a real chance like they were they were actual bubble yeah. So that that to me means that there'll be even less enthused party. You would in think.
0: This. I mean, they, they went into Sunday obviously knowing that the chances weren't great, but there was still a chance. Yeah. And so to fall short of your goal, yeah, it, it, that stings. Yeah. And then the consolation prize is the NIT, but it just doesn't feel. Yeah. Um. You you were never talking about the NIT until the selection show was over, right. and then it's like, okay, now we are going to try NIT, to. Yeah focus on trying to win the nit and so i don't know i think that's just a tough turnaround mentally especially for a team that's younger that knows that there's more basketball ahead of it true yeah after this year yeah if, if it was a veteran team that this is their last a, ride right, together yeah which may be it may be beneficial for nebraska maybe. maybe yeah but then you have be. this whole sort of like 10 miles job status cloud that's just like yeah, I think this, this goes program. one of
1: two ways for Nebraska. I think that they go on a run because they're like, you can't fire our coach if he's still coaching. Um, or
0: It's just one more death, like the final death blow. Almost. Right,
1: or it's like this team hasn't really dealt with weird things this season. Like when Copeland went down, they kind of mm. stopped playing against Ohio State, and then they didn't play well at Rutgers because of that, and like mentality and you know what I mean? Like kind of how they deal with stuff hasn't been great. So do they deal with all of this noise and all of this craziness terribly? Right. Now, I will say, when I talked with Glenn Watson and Isaiah Roby after the game, they seemed genuinely like, we'll play. Like, we'll be ready to play. We just want to play together. So that's encouraging because you want to see them actually fight. But when the game turns on... You're playing in these weird rules. You've got a different three-point line and a different offensive rebound clock, and it's like fouls reset at the end of 10 minutes. And so, At a certain point, you're just kind of like, you know what, this is dumb.
0: Yeah, it almost feels gimmicky. Yeah. And you're like, okay, well, I guess I'll play hard, maybe. Yeah, Yeah. or you're thinking, you know what? If things start well, maybe maybe that's what it boils down to. If you find a way to win game one, then you can build some momentum off that and go on a run.
1: Or you go, you know what? It's spring break and I'm tired and I played a lot of basketball and I kind of just want to go to the beach this weekend. So I don't really want to fight down 15, you know, so it'll go one of two ways. I have and I have no idea which way it'll go.
0: And that's, it's honestly, it's not just the case for Creighton and Nebraska. It's the case for every team in this field. You just don't, you can pull out any matchup and be like, I don't know if that team, and that team's going to be red players, that team, I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah. So it's kind of like bowl games. Almost. Yeah, kind of. You know? Speaking of, uh, there was
1: an Arkansas player who declared for the NBA draft right. early because he didn't want to play in the NIT. Right. So that's going to be a thing now.
0: <laughs> that will be a thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so it is like a bowl game, too, where it teams is. are like, eh, I'm gum. Hmm.
0: NIT new are the new bowl games. Yeah. The Outback Bowl. We got a lot of Outback Bowls going on <laughs> right now. <laughs> a lot of Birmingham Bowl. <laughs> if only those games would change the rules. What do you think about these rules? Are you intrigued to see? No,
1: I'm yeah. not I'm not even remotely okay with it. Like, just, uh,
0: I don't... I. I the idea of making the college basketball game more like the NBA game doesn't make sense to me
1: or even like Europe that's what they're trying I mean it's
0: the college game is the college game why not just let it be keep it perfect there's I, no re- I, there's
1: no I, I guess my thing is when I look at when I watch college basketball I don't think man these three point lines need to change you know I mean are are do any of these changes, in your opinion, fix any problems that are currently happening in college basketball?
0: I don't, I don't know. I mean, the extended three point line and the extended paint will, I would imagine, space the floor a little bit more and would lead to more scoring. So it'll be more appealing to fans, I would guess. Yeah, everyone wants more points. I get, I think, right. So maybe that's part of the reason they've talked about this kind of stuff for a while. Is it is it too easy to hit threes? I don't feel like it is. No, I mean.
1: <laughs> Boo- boo-hoo. A lot of people are making threes. Oh, That's no. Right. Man, hate watching yeah. great teams I, there might hit be, threes. There might be
0: an argument to say, like, all right, well, we have all these college players who are eventually, not all of them, but a lot of them are um, the top tier of of these players are going to play in the NBA, so mm-hmm. why not prepare them for the next level? Mm-hmm. Use the college game as a way to get them ready for it. But I think that, um, I don't know, I think it's you can still do that yeah, even without having the exact same rules as the NBA. Yeah,
1: I mean, I think I think it'll be fine. It's just weird. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to it. The, like that part of it being like, why did the uh, why did the the shot clock change? Oh, because there's new rules. Oh, I'm covering the nit, huh? Oh, interesting. <laughs> like it's just it's almost like a constant reminder to the players that they're not in the play tournament. A little bit. Like like oh, I gotta read. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh yikes, beach sounds cool, doesn't it? <laughs>
0: I don't like the the no one on one ones anymore. Yeah, I, I do feel either. like that's. I think that's, that's purely college. I want someone to miss a front end of a one on one in a, in a crucial situation. It's that's what happened that's with what, Nebraska? That's, I enjoy watching that. <laughs> you enjoy
1: I, watching Glenn Watson be sad. Well, not he didn't Glenn specifically, <laughs> I but know, I
0: know the impact of it right. adds drama. Right. Um. All right. So we're gonna get out of here, but. Let's look at this NCAA bracket because...
1: Yeah. Did you want to talk Creighton more at all? I feel like we kind of covered we it. We did
0: do a lot of Nebraska, but that's yeah. all right. I mean, the Jays missed out on the NCAA tournament. Okay. It, wasn't, okay. it wasn't a surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, they had five games that they lost that were close. Yeah. Um, do
1: you think one or two more wins and they're probably in?
0: Two, you flip two of those and they're yeah. probably in, but they didn't do it. and um, there, there were a lot of reasons for it, but I think we kind of saw the writing on the wall in February mm-hmm. when, the, when, the, when that losing streak, the second one was playing out and Creighton was missing opportunities and just kind of felt like that was gonna be the story of the season. And the Jays did mm-hmm. uh, a very good job of rebounding from that and trying to rewrite the narrative and they almost did it. It just came up short against That's Xavier. That's right,
1: they, they were very, it was very close to being the season that they thought it was gonna be.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, it was funny cause that Xavier game felt like a microcosm of the season yeah. where the Jays showed glimpses of who they could be particularly early got off to a good start. Hit a lull. Yeah. Got some, you know, took some gut punches, some set had some setbacks, but then made a surge at the end and there it was, right? 44 seconds left, tie game with Xavier. There's your there's your opportunity, seasons on the line. Yeah. Make it happen. Yeah. Um and they just weren't able to get it done. Yeah. So they're in the NIT. And right. now they <laughs> hope to learn from whatever they can learn from it. Yeah. Um, Greg McDermott said something interesting. He he had his team watch together watch a selection show. And he noted how they saw all these teams celebrating and they know how close they were. Mm. And you think about one game going the other way or two games going the other way. I mean, we're talking about potentially five or six plays. Right. If they're different, maybe even less than that, maybe two or three plays if they're different. Yeah. Someone hits a free throw at Villanova or the turnover. Yeah, you touch the ball on an inbounds pass. I mean, that might be it. Yeah. As two two game flip. Suddenly you're in the NCAA tournament. Like yeah. those types of things. That's maybe, a good coaching move too. Make them maybe, watch right, it. Right. Maybe that that'll resonate. Yeah. And then you know you, when you say it, a year from now, this play matters or like this is yeah. important. They're like, it is.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you're right. I remember watching the selection show and being really sad.
0: Right. You yeah. hope, but I don't know if <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. I don't know if it sits like that. Or
1: they're like, you know what? The beach sounds good. <laughs>
0: right. The beach does sound good. By the, beach the way, does right. Sound all right. NCAA tournament. Yeah. It's Boop here. Woop. You got a Final Four for me? I do. Who you got coming out of the East? Duke. I got Michigan State.
1: Yeah, that's going to be a great game.
0: Do you, got I, an, do you have an upset A, a team um, to watch in the I East? I
1: mean, I got Belmont in the Sweet 16. I got
0: Belmont, too. Well, I, I don't think I picked them to beat LSU. I got them winning. That's the trendy pick. I think I picked Liberty to beat Mississippi State. Mississippi State feels like a. Yeah, I know, but I don't love over- Liberty. Yeah. yeah, I know, I agree. Yeah. They feel like a slightly over overseeded yeah. but, five.
1: But Belmont's one of those teams where they get in and everyone gets mad, but then they make the sweep to 16 and then everyone forgets why they were mad. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like they could maybe. I mean, but it, but, but that, it's also
0: very trendy. And sometimes those trendy right, upsets right. They don't never always, work out. They, sometimes they do, but yeah. sometimes. Oh.
1: So, yeah, Dukes okay. can come out of there, I think, just because with Zion back, they're pretty good. I feel like the Michigan West. Michigan State's going to be
0: good. Yeah, I got Michigan State going out of it. But anyway, who knows? The west i feel like it could be wacky
1: oh west is going to be wild it's going to be wet and wild for sure i have texas tech
0: coming out of here tech oh, that's not a bad pick i picked buffalo <laughs> yes nah, why not
1: chaos that's great right
0: buffalo Let's not see, only have, my upset pick but also my... i
1: had buffalo going pretty far
0: well then that far you gotta, you gotta play in tech
1: yeah that's true yeah okay i've got them winning though that's what i that's why i thought
0: yeah you got texas oh i th- have
1: murray state going far
0: Mm, I like that.
1: Yeah. I don't trust Marquette with my life at all. Well,
0: they're playing poorly right now. So. Um,
1: and, you know, John Moran's pretty great. Yeah, I've got Texas Tech. I love Texas Tech. I think Chris Beard's one of the best coaches in the country right now.
0: No doubt. Uh, in the South? Yeah. It was a weird one. I messed up and picked Virginia. That's,
1: <laughs> that's fine. I, 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 didn't, I didn't
0: mean to, but I don't know. I just like it. Act-
1: like I actively root against Virginia. If you are a boring basketball team, then you don't deserve. But my, they got a couple of fun players. You I get, know, I get it, I understand. Hunter, I know.
0: Ty Jerome, I Kyle do, Guy.
1: I have them. In, I have them in the final four. Oh, do you? But I don't okay. love it right. because I don't trust Purdue. That loss in the Big Ten tournament kind of scared me away. And they're going
0: to play Villanova basically on its yeah. home court out in Connecticut. That's, That's not going to be fun. Draw.
1: Oregon, I think, could be fun. Oregon, Virginia, because uh, they're, they're probably going to beat Wisconsin. My wife and her family think that k State's going to. Beat UC Irvine, and I'm not. I don't have the heart to tell them that I'm not
0: sure. I know. I think I've got Irvine too. Yeah,
1: but I think Virginia out of that.
0: I think Cincinnati might be the team to watch. I feel like they're kind of underseated Yeah. Um, but they, I don't know. Getting by Tennessee will be tough. But they do kind of have like that home court thing. I don't know how much that matters or not. Yeah. But it feels like it does.
1: Midwest is gonna be fun.
0: Fields really loaded. Like, yeah. This is a good. This is a good. I think uh, Kentucky maybe is my my team out of here.
1: I got North Carolina coming in. That's, that's and I have uh, I've got KU losing in the first round. Book it. Me too. Put money on <laughs> Me it. Too. It's the worst KU team I've seen in years. They're and they terrible. do struggle
0: with teams that like to shoot the three. So they're, Northeastern.
1: They're young. They don't like. I, I think Bill Self every night stares at his wall and just takes a deep sigh and is like, "Man, I can't wait till the season's over. I hate this team." Um, I have Wofford beating Kentucky. Do you? I don't love it, but I kind of love it. That bottom part of that, I have no idea. I don't mm. trust Houston. I don't trust Iowa State. I like Seton Hall, and I don't like John Kyle Perry.
0: So that's why Wofford's going to the lead Eight. So you're picking Wofford. Yeah, I, I think I picked New Mexico State to win. Yeah. Um, I, I See, don't know, man. I I got Ohio, Ohio State. I, got a, I wanted to pick Ohio State to the Sweet 16, but I, I'm like, can I really trust Ohio State? It hasn't necessarily True. been that consistent but you all got year.
1: Two things. One, you've got the Chris Holtman factor. He's a good, he's a good March coach. Uh, true. Yeah. You also, I love doing this, picking a twelve and a thirteen in the same in the same like game, so they can play. So each other. So they play each other, yeah. right? I that's lo- what I did. I lo- that at New Mexico I love State it. Northeastern. I might have to do it. Probably
0: yeah. won't happen.
1: I watched about three minutes of the Auburn uh, Kentucky game, and Auburn hit like three threes in a row, and I was like, "All right, cool, they're good. <laughs> like, doesn't matter who well, they're that, playing."
0: Th- that's the thing. It's like it doesn't make sense to pick against Auburn because they're rolling right now, playing going into the tournament. But right. then again, it's like. That's that, exactly what that's you ex- should. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's what they
1: want you to think. Yeah. So, 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 who, so who are your final four?
0: Um, I have Buffalo, Kentucky, Virginia, Michigan State.
1: That's great. I've got Duke, Tech, Virginia, North Carolina. I've got North Carolina and Duke in the national title, and I've got North Carolina cutting down the nets.
0: So. I got Virginia, Michigan State, Virginia wouldn't at all. Probably neither of what we just said will happen. No, nothing's going to happen um, that we just said. But that's but
1: it would be cool for Virginia. They can get over the UMBC stuff. I still haven't bought my T-shirt, but man, I want to buy 100 of them because that was still one of the funniest things I've ever seen. But they're kind of on a revenge tour and upset. You would so think. you could see them. And Villanova came out of that side last year. So then the top right.
0: I'm so happy it's March. Me too. I, I've never watched an NIT game from start to finish, I don't think, but I'm going to on Tuesday. And I'm going to love it. I'm going to go in. Uh, with a full, an open mind, yeah. and just ready to embrace it, this,
1: yeah, okay.
0: Nebraska or Creighton? Creighton. I got Creighton too. Maybe we can see it happen. We'll be back next week uh, to reset and figure things out. <laughs> we'll we'll try anyway. <laughs>